I'm Rico. And I'm Jessica. And this is the Always the Critic podcast where a couple of friends review the latest movies, except we literally have zero qualifications to do so. Jessica, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Gearing up for season four of Debak K. Rambles, which is our spinoff podcast. It's doing really well. And I am pumped, but also really nervous because there's only 24 hours in a day so i don't right. know when i'm gonna find the time i just have to figure it out um, good luck with that good luck my movie resolutions might suffer a little bit mm. until i kind of get through some spots where there's a lot of stuff happening and right shows i need to watch but it should be a lot of fun um I'm excited. So if you're into K-dramas and C-dramas, check out the podcast because and that account because it's uh, very active. I'm very active over there. Very active over there. Yes, you are. All right. Uh, What have you been up to? On my end, I have been making a dent on my resolutions. Uh, So currently uh, 10 so far this what have month. you watched like give me like two or great, three that you great watched. question yeah uh so uh there's a couple of movies in theaters that i definitely watched uh mm. so i watched megan um we watched <laughs> megan. yeah we watched it together yeah. uh, so we watched that together i watched the tom hanks a man named otto oh how uh, was that surprisingly emotional Aye. yeah i was like affected because the movie leaves out a very important detail very important so <sighs> is he dying is that? Uh, n- not necessarily that. Oh, Lord. Okay. But it is something a little sad. Uh, let's see. I saw the uh, very exciting plane with Gerard Butler. I- <laughs> <laughs> you look so entertained. Tell uh, me. I'm what's just your- more entertained by the name. What's your the- one sentence review for plane? One sentence review. Yeah, like what's your letterbox? Review okay, for it? so what I wrote on letterbox was, I wish the movie had a bit more fun with itself. Oh, uh, Gerard Butler is the king of these like trashy action movies. Yes, there is no doubt about well, that. Well, my dad wouldn't call them trashy. Okay? Well, no, of course not. Yeah, of course not. Um, so uh, those are a <laughs> couple, and then today I. Also worked on my other resolution, which is the AFI 100. Mm. I finally knocked out uh, Sunset Boulevard. Shut the fuck up. You've never seen Sunset Boulevard before? That is correct. I had never seen it before. Oh, my God. So how did you like it? God, I loved it. It's so good, right? It is so good. Uh, Man, it just feels like a tragedy, you know, just unfolding. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, you know, like Norma you can't stop such, the train from crack, no. from, you know, derailing. <laughs> exactly. Norma is such a tragic figure. Mm. Uh, you know, just watching her uh, not be able to let go of the past um, and being stuck in time uh, is it's just a very, mm-hmm. very. Yeah, I, I got a little emotional because I'm just it's like, impressive. man, I feel bad. Like you, you got to feel bad. And then you're also like. I don't know how much sympathy I can actually give her because, right. you know, 
it it's a lot. Anyway. It is a lot. Sunset Boulevard. If you haven't watched that classic movie, definitely give it a watch. Definitely watch it. It feels very modern. I don't know. Like I picked it up the other day. By the other day I mean like a few months ago. And I was like, man, this thing like plays. You one know? of my one of my favorite things that uh, uh, somebody said was uh, in regards to watching Babylon, they said, "Oh, I liked it the first time when it was called Sunset Boulevard." <laughs> uh, so, so that yes. was really funny. Um, yeah, I, and so so that was a great one. Another first time watch for me uh, was The Hunt for Red October, another what? movie that I had never seen. What? I I know things about it, but I just had never seen the movie. Oh, my so, God. And the chanting in the score yes, and stuff. Yes. It's oh, really my good. gosh. It's young Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. You know, uh, it, so really good fun. Um, great fun movie. A Women Talking, which is a I wanted movie. to watch that one, but then I was like, I feel really tired. So I canceled that reservation. I don't blame you. It. Yeah. Um, it is... Um, exactly what it is it's women talking women talking it is does it feel like a play yes okay it does feel like a play like it's easily like you could put this on a stage it's easy uh and then the last one you know that first time watch it's from this year and it's the movie we're going to talk about today Uh, (laughs) but before we talk about it if this is your first time listening go ahead and subscribe to your favorite podcast app we're on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and many more if you like us Go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars goes a long way for us. Come and say hi. Check us out on social media to stay up to date on everything that we're doing, our new reviews and episodes. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at AlwaysCriticPod. And lastly, if you're a fan, please consider becoming a patron because it's such a great way for you to get involved, show your support, and get extra content. You can check out the page on patreon.com slash alwayscriticpod. And thank you to our patrons, Janet, Curtis, Bale, Cindy, and CD. And I feel like I'm missing somebody. Janet, Curtis, Bale, Cindy, CD, and... Oh my God, I'm missing somebody. We are missing someone in that list. Uh, I think I grabbed an old list and I do apologize Oh my God, hold on. You will look for that. I will look for it because I want to say everybody. Person. Yeah. Yes, but in the meantime... <laughs> Uh, the movie what, that we are going to review today is the new Amazon Prime original movie, Shotgun Wedding. Uh, for those who don't know what that movie is, Darcy and Tom gather their families for the ultimate destination wedding. But when the entire wedding party is taken hostage, the bride and groom must save their loved ones if they don't kill each other first. Now, Okay. Grace. 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 Thank you for being a patron. <laughs> yes. Thank you are you the for missing link. Showing us some grace. Oh, <laughs> so this movie is directed by Jason Moore and is written by Mark Hammer. It is stars Jennifer Lopez, Josh Duhamel, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, Lenny Kravitz, Sonia Braga, Cheech Marin from <laughs> Cheech and Chong fame, uh, Steve Coulter, Darcy Carden. Uh, Darcy Carden, if you watch The Good Place, you'll know her from there as Janet. Uh, Desmond Borges and Callie Hernandez. Now, uh, can you tell us a little bit about its box office? Was, yes. Of course, it's nothing. And then, of course, critics. How did right. They so, respond? like you said, box office is zero because it was a direct to Amazon Prime release. It's critics. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh already, but 
It's got a 46% Rotten Tomatoes score and a 60% audience score, so not much better. The critics' consensus reads, Shock on Wedding may may be just the invitation to escapism that rom-com fans and J-Lo completists are looking for, but most other viewers can safely RSVP with no regrets. (laughs) Okay. They can RSVP no. Who are... Okay, are you a J-Lo completist? I'm not You have to watch everything she's in? No. I wouldn't say that. Um, I didn't know there were J-Lo completists out there. I'm pretty sure that there if are? you go somewhere on Letterboxd, there's somebody that has a list of like every J-Lo movie, and they have 100% on watched <laughs> on all J-Lo movies. So who knows? Um, so no, I'm not a J-Lo completist. I do watch her movies, though. Um, I've watched quite a few J-Lo movies, Yeah, I feel. so have I. Yeah. So... Um, she's going to be an interesting topic of conversation in a future episode that we're going to have coming up. Uh, I think so. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's talk about this one. What are your immediate thoughts on Shotgun Wedding? So the movie started and I think I was like five minutes into it and I was like, oh no, this is bad. (laughs) Because I thought (laughs) I was like watching like somewhere inside Josh Duhamel like falling into the water fully clothed and like him coming out and trying to be a very romantic uh I guess future husband because they're not married yet but they're in this destination wedding and JLo's like having a breakdown and drinking heavily because families are colliding and she's stressed and whatever like somewhere inside there I was like this is boring and I'm not sure that Josh and Jen have any chemistry And then I think I was 30 minutes into the movie and I was like, this is remarkably better. Yes. The movie takes a while. Yes. That's the problem. I was like, this is remarkably better. And had I not been obligated to watch this for the podcast, you probably would have shut it I, off. I probably would have shut it off. Mm. But it, it, you know, it got a lot better. Towards the end, you can definitely pick at it. You could nitpicky things here and there and just outlandish, crazy stuff. But like, for what it is, it's fun. It's yes. in the same vein as other JLo movies. It's in the same vein as The Lost City with Channing Tatum yeah, that's and Sandy. Very good comparison. It feels like these movies are sister movies, companion mm. movies. <laughs> and I think it really did well with the ensemble cast. Mm. Because Jennifer Coolidge and Lenny Kravitz alone... Yes. Brought so much to the movie. <laughs> yeah, they were very good additions. Yes, absolutely. Although, so it kind of made up a little could, bit. I, I, I still got to point this out because this is a fun trivia fact, uh, is that Jennifer Coolidge plays Josh Duhamel's mother, and she's only 11 years older than him. Yeah. It's yeah, so not... Not... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Now, you That's did terrible. mention about... Like the somewhat lack of chemistry between J Lo and Josh Duhamel. Let me ask you this question: Do you think the chemistry would have been better if Ryan Reynolds was in the part? No. How about Army Hammer? Um, maybe. The reason why I ask these questions is because at one point in 2019, <gasps> Ryan Reynolds Stop. was set to star. Oh my god! As Tom before he left the project, and then Army Hammer was cast in the role. But then in January of 2021, he had to exit the project due to social media uh, <laughs> that controversy. Whole scandal. Yeah. Yeah. So then Josh Duhamel took over the role. 
Right. So that's why I asked those questions. Now, for me, I think that the movie is a prime example of a dump, a good dumpuary movie. Now, I'm not saying that this is a good movie. What I'm yes. saying is that this is right there in the sweet spot of what you want from a movie that gets released in January and February. Yes. Fun, lighthearted, uh, action or comedy, something that you can, you know, sit down, mm-hmm. have some fun with your friends or your family. It's a popcorn flick. Dispose. Yes. Well, exactly. It's that type of movie. Uh, yeah. You don't regret watching it because, right. you know, right. I mean, some some of the stuff, <laughs> you know, is uh, a little too silly or uh, you're just watching and you're like, so why are they holding them hostage? <laughs> So, like, you kind of, like, are wondering stuff like that. Right. But other than that, it's it's a fun time watching a movie. And that's all you can really ask for from movies in this vein, in this mm-hmm. time that we're mm-hmm. in right now. So, so <laughs> overall, not bad. Uh, J-Lo. I, so, I want to talk <laughs> about J-Lo. You go first. The you reason why first. I want to talk about J-Lo is because, uh, so this is a rom-com. It's an action Correct. rom-com. We don't it's have too many rom-com. of those. Obviously, The Lost City is one. Uh, Romancing the Stone, kind of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not kind yeah. of. It is. Uh, you know, there's other movies. What are so, some that I'm like, I've never seen it, but I know it is. Um, oh, Night and Day with Cameron Diaz oh, yeah, and Tom, and Tom Cruise. Cruise. There you go. Yeah. An action rom-com. So they definitely exist. They're their own, almost like subgenre of the rom-com True. area. And the reason why I bring it uh, bring it up is because now J-Lo has consecutively in two years re- released a rom-com, right? And so I'm tying that in with a future episode that's coming up. I just want to kind of toss this out there, and we can have this argument <laughs> when the episode comes. But uh, we did a rom-com Hall of Fame episode a couple years back, and we're coming around for part two who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and does J-Lo belong in a rom-com Hall of Fame? Yeah. I think so, too. Absolutely. Based on longevity, I think, more than... Okay, so you're not talking about quality. Right, because I don't know if she has one of those, like, super, like, this is an awesome Mm rom-com. But I think she has a lot of them spread over time yes that allows it's like for those who are listening if you follow sports it's kind of like a player who just racks up the the (laughs) numbers over the years because they've played so long so then you start thinking oh yeah yeah they're a hall of famer but (laughs) you know if you cut their career to like the same as like someone in their prime it's not really that Mm. you know very accomplishing but that's that's how I kind of view her career. It's just based on the longevity <laughs> that she's been able to do it for this long. So yes. yes, I still think she's a Hall of Famer because of that reason. Nice. Um, but how did you feel of her in this role? How do I put it? I mean, I'm not bamboozled. It's J Lo. Like, I'm never at one point like, I'm lost. Is this Darcy Rivera or Jennifer Lopez? That is You know? (laughs) You are always watching J-Lo. It's J-Lo. Same with, like, Ryan Reynolds. Like, you mentioned Ryan Reynolds earlier. He's got the same effect. I'm never like, gosh, 
he's the unrecognizable. The, the performance. No. Oh my god. No, it's it's Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. So yeah, I mean she So there's nothing against I mean, there's tons of actors where it's the same deal. Yeah, of course. It's, it's pure rare. charisma. It's pure charisma and she is lovely in places and in mm-hmm. other places I'm like Okay, it seems like Jayla's trying a bit hard. And in other places, I'm like, this is totally passable acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a balance between all three. <laughs> right. So, Josh Duhamel, uh, leading man What is your here. favorite Josh Duhamel movie? I mean, there's not many that come to is mind. Is it Transformers or what? I, I like, feel like it's Transformers. Is it? There... There's a movie with him as the lead with Katherine Heigl. Um, where Life as we know it? Is damn, that it? Is that the name of the movie? I think it is. Wow, you got it. Because I remember watching it. I just couldn't remember the name of the movie. See, I never remember watching it, but I remember the cover of the or the movie poster. Yeah. Where there's like a kid dragging his like underwear down. Yeah. And it's very it, like it's pretty much the concept of the movie is that uh, a couple who has a kid, they get into an accident and they yes. pass away and they leave the kid to the godparents who are his, the guy's best friend, Josh Dommel, mm-hmm. and the woman's best friend, Catherine Heigl. Guess what? They don't like each other. They got a co-parent. Exactly. So, yeah. And so that was love. the concept. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what kind of happens there. I I think uh, justice for... How to win a how to win a guy, um, win a date with Tad, Tad Hamilton. Hamilton. That's the movie, huh? Yeah, yeah. that movie is good, good. Mm. Up until a certain point, then I get really bored. Oh. I can never finish that movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, he's got a bit of like a Hollywood doppelganger. Oh, who's his doppel? Uh, what? Uh, Timothy Oliphant. I feel like they look very similar. Oh my god. Now that you mention it. Yeah. Now that you mention it, that is they look uncanny. Very close. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I, it's always one of those things. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> so that similarity always reminds me of the game show that they did on SNL, where it was like, is it Dylan McDermott or <laughs> no, Dermot Mulrooney? <laughs> and it is so hilarious. They just hold a picture. Who is this? And so then they're Stop. like, uh, Dermot? Oh, that's wrong. It's Dylan. That shouldn't have. Honestly, that's one of those name things that should not have been allowed in Hollywood. No. Like, they're taking out ethnic names here and there. But, like, they allowed those two to get by? I know. Dermot Mulrooney. Dylan and then Dylan McDermott. McDermott. It's the same consonants, too. Yeah, it is. It's, it's bullshit. It's awful. It's, it's awful. Yeah. They're doing it on purpose. They're, yeah. Yeah. It's just I think it's to confuse Hollywood casting agents. It's like you hey, think they're going for the just, same roles, and then Dermot they think Noel they get Rooney. the other Dermot. Exactly, they think it's the other one <laughs> when they're like, "Hey, we got Dermot Mulrooney. Oh, great! I oh, loved great. him in American Horror Story." Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I love this universe that we've created. Okay, so <laughs> getting back on track. Yes, jo- Josh Duhamel in this movie. What, what do you think of him? I think he's he's a very serviceable leading man. I think he, he What do you mean serviceable? He looks he looks the part, you know. But right. I um I'm, I'm not blown away by really anything that he right. really does. I right. I think he's just one of those guys that 
you put them in a role and you're going to get, you know, like good, good acting, nothing mm-hmm. that's going to be like jumps off the page, um, nothing like that. So, you know, it's it's a fine role for him. Obviously, as we see, he was third in line for this yeah. role. Yeah. So. Well, that's what it feels like to me is while watching the movie, I was like, Josh is fine in certain lighting, but he does feel like a placeholder. Mm. Yeah, JLo doesn't go. feel like a placeholder. No. But Josh does. It's like, hey, let's put him here and let's see if we could get someone else. And they never got anyone yes. else. Yes. Got it. <laughs> that's so funny. That's a, <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a funny, almost mean way to describe someone's <laughs> That's actually probably one of the meanest things I've ever said on this show. That's so I'm sorry bad. to Josh Duhamel because I... Sorry. Obviously, enjoy your career. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this you brought you know some this role stuff. is yeah. He was great in the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me! You're what, killing me! What Stop. did you What did you grade this movie? <laughs> uh, I think I gave it like a C plus. That's exactly um, what I gave it. C plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it. it it passes, has some good moments. It, yeah, it like failed the first semester, right? Mm-hmm. And then the se- well, not nah, I'm st- thinking of this the, all wrong. Like, but at the beginning of the semester, like the first yes. test failed it, but then it failed the midterm, semester- and then it passed the final. So yeah. C plus, C plus. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about spoilers <laughs> for Shotgun Wedding right after this. The greatest trick. Houston, we have a problem. I am the father. I see dead people. The devil ever pulled. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Was convincing the world. You can't handle the truth. He didn't exist. Oh, what's in the box? (laughs) Okay, the rest of this should go well. Yeah, it should. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and let's let's get into it. And we're going to get started in five, four, three, two, and all right, let's go ahead and let's talk spoilers for Shotgun Wedding. So let's go ahead and I would say let's talk about just our favorite moments in the movie, things that worked, things that didn't. Um, I I think you're you're really on the point at the beginning of the movie. I feel like the movie does take a while to get to what is the bread and butter of this movie, the tension yeah. between uh, Duhamel and J Lo, like not knowing if they really want to get married. Yes, and having all this is, action, you know, drive I almost them feel. Yes, I agree. I agree. I just think they gave them too much of a of history because they're supposed to be have been together for four years, mm-hmm. and now they're getting married. And I was like. No, I feel like they should have shortened that because four years is a long time to get to know somebody. And Darcy and Tom here are still not sure if they want to be together. And Darcy's having cold feet and she's all about like the feeling that something evokes. Like this just doesn't feel right. So she just doesn't go through with it. So, and Tom is... Very, I guess his archetype is feminine because 
he's really concerned about the wedding and he's planning every detail and he wants her approval and he's like a puppy dog for for that and he he is is uh, a hopeless romantic over here and he, he's taking a hot glue gun to some led lights on pineapples to create centerpieces and she's just like i don't care this is very i i see what they were going for with that to flip the archetypes flip the gender roles a bit but i just don't think that i believe that J-Lo wouldn't want to go to a destination wedding in, in the Philippines. Right. <laughs> in this stunning resort. Um, so, there, you know, it's a lot of, like, suspension of disbelief. When she's uncomfortable in the wedding dress, she's mm-hmm. like, it's, like, so tight. I can't, like, I'm like, this, and then they were trying to, like, <laughs> this is the other thing. She was like, I'm inheriting this dress. So other people in his family, including his mother, have worn this dress. Right. It's a recycled dress. The dress looks very trendy to me. Yeah. yeah doesn't it does. look old. Doesn't, doesn't look, look old, old fashioned. Doesn't look like it's been taken in a couple times, taken right. out a few times for other people to wear it. It looks like it's tailor made for, for J-Lo. Yes. And so that was like a hiccup that I had too, where she was yeah, like, because it wasn't a bad dress. I have to wear this. No, it wasn't a bad dress by because any stretch. In that moment, you're expecting something like, old and just out of right. fashion yeah but, like it kind of like worked for her like it, it worked for her it, everything was good for j-lo and j-lo's body you know right yeah so, like, it was like yeah. hugging her in the right places mm-hmm. and she was very she's trying to make it seem like she was super uncomfortable and i'm like j-lo baby like i've seen you wear this type of shit so <laughs> i was like <laughs> oh yeah I was um, not buying it. So later, I kind of bought it when she rips it up and is like, oh, like, finally, I'm getting, you know. Right. She like, makes it her own in order to her, survive her the thing. situation. Um, and she puts on the boots. Like, they didn't es- necessarily establish her character as, like, someone who is more simple, doesn't... No. care for all of this fluff doesn't want a princess dress like you just see her and she's already done up right exactly. she's already j-lo when she goes to this rehearsal dinner or like you know reception that they're doing before the ceremony the next day you know what i'm saying yeah no no I totally so like there's a lot of like little things like storytelling isn't there right that's just not there uh so yeah i would say that i think that I would have liked to see a little bit more of the tension leading up to the cold feet moment. Correct. I don't know if there's enough to really buy that these two are like, huh, maybe they shouldn't be getting married. Right. Until like they have that little blow up outside just before they're supposed to make their entrance. Uh, other than that, everything else kind of feels like ho-hum, like night before the wedding jitters, but nothing that feels like, oh, no, these two people don't really fit at all, you know? That's what, Did you that's the think, big problem. I agree. Agree 100%. Did you think that Josh Duhamel's character was a spy? Because for, for some reason, I came into this movie. Leading into the movie? Thinking that, that he, he was a like spy a and he had a double life. And Me too. Did you, you thought that same thing? Yeah. I thought like Josh Duhamel had a secret life before meeting J-Lo. And I was like, and this explains why she doesn't really know him after four years because he's always gone. And they've kind of like just 
he's shown her the bits that he wants her to right. see you know what i'm saying like it would and have like matched better comes back to right you know. and that's why there's this whole like thing with the wedding but no he's a former baseball player uh, this killed me what did you think of this because he was a what double a or triple a yeah player, player and he just got really cut. made it to the big leagues no was always he was a relief hitter yeah he, yeah he, exactly he was a designated hitter so he didn't even play on the field. He would only come up to bat. And apparently he wasn't that great as a hitter either. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it was weird to have that as his backstory. I think I think it probably would have been more interesting if this movie somehow, you know, was his past coming back. To right. Like, him. I was like, where's that Spy Kids, you know, intro that I wanted? Spy where kids. it's like, yeah, the wedding gets, like, interrupted. Right. Because they're spies, you know. It, that's yeah. what I'm getting at. Not like the whole spy kids, spy no, kids aspect. Um, I did enjoy the photo of their engagement or proposal, where yes. he's on the field and it's badly photoshopped. Terribly, I <laughs> loved it. <laughs> it's like, yes, that's the kind of comedy that I'm here for. Yes, great comedy. Uh, speaking of comedy, I wish there was more between uh, J-Lo's sister in the movie and the guy that she slept with. Oh, yes. Uh, so Ricky and Jamie are the two character names. I really wish they would have given us a little bit more because obviously Jamie's like the regretful, like, I can't believe <laughs> I slept with him. And Ricky's like, I am the luckiest man in the world. I can't believe she <laughs> slept he- with me. <laughs> He's like you. You terrify me, and he's like slightly scared of her. Yeah, which is great. And she responds, "I terrify you," but like she has yeah. like that little like hint of like, "Huh, I kind of like that." Right, right. I kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. So I wish there was a little bit more of them. Um, I think Coolidge is great in just about anything. I love when uh, anytime she's worried about something, and they're like. That's not really the thing to worry about. She's like, I'm a mother. I can I can worry about a lot of things, things at, at once. once. <laughs> Another one that I love was her calling out uh, Cheech whenever like the hostages, where's the father of the bride? <laughs> and then she's like, Robert, they're calling. They're you. calling you again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks, Carol. Thanks, Carol. <laughs> so that was good. How did you feel about in the in the latter part of the movie when they go to do the uh w- act- the wedding in the pool and they start singing? <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> I'll be your crying shoulder. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking fantastic. I love that. And that's the second Jennifer Coolidge movie with that movie because a Cinderella story has the same freaking song in it. Fun fact. Exactly. I love it. I thought it was almost like a uh, Easter egg for people that have yeah, if, followed if they, Jennifer Coolidge's career. Yeah, the rom-com genre. Yeah. They'll know it. Something I didn't understand was the... Uh, kidnap not kidnappers the what are they called um pirates the pirates they're like um we have your daughter if you you know if you don't give us the money 45 million dollars 
we're going to kill your daughter or something. And I was yeah. like, they were trying desperately to find J-Lo. J-Lo's the daughter, daughter, daughter. Right. But I was like, you already have a daughter. You have a daughter right there. In the group. Callie. Callie. Or Callie Hernandez's Jamie character, and, yeah. Yeah. Jamie, was his blood-related daughter. So, so I didn't already. understand why they were kept going after J-Lo when they could have just like brought in the second, the younger sister it, yeah, and taken true. her as hostage. They already yeah, had her. It was like... <sighs> uh, let me ask you this question. So Lenny Kravitz is in this movie. Did you Lenny suspect Kravitz, anything with his Absolutely. Oh, okay. Did you? Not fully, no. Oh, wow. Not okay. fully. No. Okay. Uh, he just, I just felt like... He was there because the way like he is leading up to the twist, he is very just like, I'm just here to have a good time, but I might secretly try to steal back, you know, Jennifer Lopez. But there's not really much more to that besides that. So so I just had no reading of the twist. He was just suspiciously passive, I thought. Mm, I see. Even though he seemed very powerful, like he... The power move of him coming in on the helicopter and like crashing the yeah crashing the the wedding yeah I was like this guy has big cojones and <laughs> or thinks he does so I was like when when he like kind of backed down <laughs> after confronting the pirates I was like okay that's suspicious because he didn't sure he doesn't want to be a hero and get shot but also it seems like he was very easily subdued. Mm. so i okay. don't know i was around there that i was like yeah right like that's something also off. he there's bad blood already there because he didn't get j-lo right but he's still immersed in the family and works with her dad so i was like this is something's off with yeah him. okay so you definitely had a reading of it i didn't okay well uh, whatever yeah exactly. not a big deal <laughs> not too much uh so what overall, were some of the stunts that you really liked Ooh. Because the um, zip lining thing, I don't know why that was really funny to it me. It was really funny because yeah. it's mostly Josh Duhamel, like, just, like, screaming and just being, like, a nervous right. wreck while it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, that part's really funny about it. I loved when he sliced his hand open. And J-Lo and The blood, like, spurts twice. all over her. <laughs> she faints <laughs> twice. Um, that was great. That was good. That was really yeah. good. Um, I... I think the slow motion part, there was a part where, like, everything is in slow motion. Uh, and it was like, okay, not all of this needs to be in slow motion. It's like, <laughs> it felt way too long. Um, but it's still, like, you want to build the drama of, like, okay, these guys are finally ready to kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was cool. Um, I thought I, it was funny that the um, owners of the resort were in this bunker. And they even knew about the last one that happened just <laughs> a year before. another burglary where the pirates came and just like looted the place and left inside 20 minutes. And they were like, I can't believe this is happening again. <laughs> and they were like, again? I quite enjoyed that. And that they were using the pineapple like centerpieces as little lanterns inside the place so that they could turn off the lights and still be able to see. <laughs> I uh, I thought that was pretty funny pretty strong comedy like i really enjoy in in the comedic bits when like josh duhamel like 
kind of turns himself up, gives himself up, and he kind of exposes Lenny Kravitz. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, the, the rest of the guests are like, see, I knew this was it. I, I'm not jealous or whatever he says. And, like, the entire crowd is like, eh, I know I'm jealous. <laughs> like, they like still... that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes a giant cast like this, you have the... Um, the tendency for some people to not shine or for the group to be kind of boring altogether because, you know, you have a lot of competing goals here. Like you want some people to be funny. You want some people to react. You don't want everything to be too much at the same time. And you want your leads to be standing out. So it's like a lot of competing goals in some of these scenes. And I thought they did it really well where it seemed like everyone was in sync and having fun. And, uh, those crowd reactions were great. They were. They yeah. really were. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to the writer, Mark Hammer, on that one for getting that down. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else that you can Steve think of? Steve Coulter as Larry Fowler. Ah, yes. Bro. With the camcorder the entire time. Yeah, with the bucket hat and yes. the Hawaiian shirt and the cargo <laughs> khaki pants <laughs> and the camcorder. I was like, they did this man perfectly. Oh. I loved him. <laughs> you know what I loved is when Duhamel is like, I just want to have the perfect marriage like you guys have. Oh, and stop. Like, Who said that we had a perfect marriage? Yeah. yeah. I, slept with, <laughs> I slept with your aunt. <laughs> And then and Jennifer Coolidge we, is like, yeah, and I had like a few months with a tryst with somebody. And, you know, it it was funny because you just don't expect. You don't expect it. it. And then it comes like, out of left goes, field. And then we stop because she had a sex addiction. <laughs> <laughs> and then your mother what? and I got to back together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You goodness. know who could have been better? Mm. Um, Sonia Braga, Braga, who oh, plays yeah. Renata, plays JLo's mom. mom. I thought that was pretty a pretty weak character. Yeah, there should have been more to that. You know what? I, I'll even throw Cheech as well. Yeah, yeah. I think both of JLo's parents could have been stronger, uh, mm-hmm. you know, acted, performed, or just written for them um, because their story – because that storyline is like oh they hate each other but really they secretly love each other mm-hmm. um just did not get enough play for it to be like impact impactful mm-hmm. when sonia like helps out robert in in comforting him you know because his girlfriend turns out to be a bad person <laughs> uh leaves so yeah. you yeah you don't really get like that oh that they made it together. They got together. We knew right. that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not as satisfying. So I would say yeah. more on that it just wasn't developed as Correct. well. I somehow derive a lot of joy from them doing a lot of stuff in the pool. Like they were held, being held hostage and they're standing in the pool. Yep. I don't know why, but I think that's so funny. Yeah. Fun, uh, I think it was uh, Jamie who's like, <laughs> Uh, drop your phone. It's like, it's going to get wet. It's like, that's not the important thing right now. But I haven't backed it up in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was good. That I was, was like, good. damn, I feel that. <laughs> yes. I think a lot of people 
with iPhones. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's yeah. They're not going to be able to recover all that. So, do you have anything else on the movie? Uh, no. The only thing I will say is that they end up killing like four or five pirates they during really the do, course. Yeah. Of, like, it's a a silly. They just walked. I get not walked, but it just fell into these <laughs> murders. And I just wish it was a little more calculating. Mm. I don't know. Because I came into the movie thinking Joshua Mel was a right. assassin. And so when they're bumbling through these guys, I was like, I don't know. Like, this is okay, I guess. But right. not what I was expecting. If the plot was that Joshua Mel was a secret agent before, then yes. But because uh-huh. it is two people who have no experience in combat. I have right. no problem with it just bumbling their way through it. The last thing is I was very annoyed when J-Lo pops out towards the end of the movie with a shotgun mm. and misses the opportunity to take out some pirates or yes. something. Like They just end up snatching the gun away from her after this whole like song and dance that she does. Yeah. She like, and makes I was like, an impassioned speech and whatever. Yeah, but it looks like she was trying to stall or distract. Yeah, and nothing worked. Nothing came nothing of happened. it. And she didn't get anybody, and they took the gun away, and that she was part of the hostages. So I was like, oh, that's kind of sucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not great. But I, I think that a movie like this, just, you know, one writer, this is a very easy breezy type of movie. Uh, I don't think they were like getting too heavy on the minutia of like how like the plot should go. They were just trying to write something funny, right? You know, but there's certain things that I was like, this is a nice detail, and you know, I guess details like J Lo has ten pounds of hair, and mm. she didn't want to like throw out all of this fake real hair that is very expensive and custom made or whatever. So she stuffs it in like Josh Duhamel's pockets. And he uses it later to zip line. Like zip line stuff down. like that is funny. Or when they get into the kitchen and they're still uh tied together. Yeah. And she starts like eating all of the hors d'oeuvres and stuff that are just out. And he's like, What are you doing? Like we have to and she's like, I'm starving. Aren't you starving? Have you eaten anything today? And I'm like, that's very if you haven't been in a wedding, then you don't understand what that was because right. You just starve until the reception, basically. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. not eating anything. You're not eating then. anything. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, that's very relatable. Great um, detail. Yeah, these those little details, I'm like, okay, that makes it better. You know, that fills yeah. it out a bit. Yeah, that's true. That mm-hmm. is true. Fun little details like that. Uh, I do have a detail that is not in the movie at all, but it does relate somewhat to J-Lo. Uh, did you see that uh, Mark Anthony got married? What? Yes. And what? You, yes, Mark Anthony got married. And you're going to hate this. Oh shit. Because what is one thing that you hate when it comes to couples? Uh, I don't know. Oh no, you you, I don't... you do not like when this is between <gasps> two people. Oh no, a giant age gap. Yes. Shit. Who said? Uh, what's? The, oh so no. he is fifty-four. She 
No. She won Miss Universe Paraguay in 2021. Okay. She is She's 20... 23. Oh, no. Oh, no. A 30-year age gap? I believe he has a daughter that's older than that. <gasps> if I'm not mistaken. He married a 23-year-old A 23-year-old. Yes. So, for, uh, for those Bad who I don't lie. know, like, the reason why I brought that up is because uh, Jennifer Lopez was married to Mark Anthony some years ago. So just they share children together. Yes, exactly. Wow. Uh, yeah. So thirty-one year age gap. Oh my land! I know how much you hate those. I hate that he's freaking robbed the cradle. My goodness. At least J Lo was closer to his age. How old is J Lo? What is she? Forty something? Fifty something? She's got to be in her fifties. I think she's in her 50s. Yeah. How old is Jennifer J-Lo? Lopez? I'm going to look that up right now. Jennifer Lopez is a whopping. If it would just give it to me. <laughs> My goodness. 52. She 52. Will be, she will be. No, 53. Sorry. She'll be 54 okay. this year. So, wow. Yeah. At least they were the same age. Right. Yeah. Like. I mean, you can't account for, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say shit, man. Like, but the 30 year age gap is unacceptable. Yeah, that is true. It, That's it, just unacceptable. Much. It's too much. I can't with that. So, yeah. So that has Damn. been. All right. Well, yeah, that's it. I think shotgun wedding. <laughs> I guess that relates because wedding and like shotgun wedding. Yeah, exactly. Mark Anthony got married to a 23 year old. So anyway. Good Lord. Uh, so if this is your first time listening, thank you for checking us out. We really enjoy your presence here. Let us know uh, what you thought about the movie or just any part of our discussion <laughs> at Always Critic Pod. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at Always Critic Pod. If you have not subscribed on your favorite podcast app, go ahead and do that now. Always the Critic Podcast. Uh, and then if you've done all that, you've been with us already for a while. Why don't you go ahead and show your support through patreon.com slash always critic pod little as $2 a month. You can help us continue to support us and for us to be able to continue making some great content for you guys next week. Uh, M night Shyamalan is back <laughs> uh, with his new movie knock at the cabin starring Dave Bautista um, and a host of other people. Uh, now off the top of my hand, I can't think of them. But that is the next movie that we will be talking about. I will give you an update report because I will be watching 80 for Brady. I will get you an updated report there <laughs> to let you know how that was. But So that is what we're going to be doing. And that has also been the end of this episode. I'm Rico. And I'm Jessica. And this has been the Always the Critic podcast. non-spoiler <laughs> sections we've ever done <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> He's a placeholder. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so we weren't mean. even like it, angry, like, angry about it. No. We were just like, yeah, man. Like <laughs> we're just like dropping it like if it was like common knowledge. Like, yeah. Did you know that Josh Duhamel is like a placeholder actor? That's what. That's funnier. what it sounds like. <laughs> Oh man, shout out to Josh Duhamel, man. <laughs> shout out to him. You know. Obviously we do it in just it's just it's it was too funny. It was way too funny. 